0: It's six o'clock, it's time for the happy hour, the happiest hour of two hours of comedy in San Francisco and beyond, and in the internets and everywhere in the whole world. Yay! Uh, you're all here, or sort of comics. Hi. Uh, yeah, it's exciting. We have we have kind of a light list. We have a guest host tonight, Ashley Tomagen. not here yet. Uh, that's okay, because I'm here at the beginning of the show, and, and then I get to rush off to a different show, and then I get to rush off to another show, and... Sure. And, oh, there she is, yay, hey, it's okay, get yourself together, we're all good. Uh, your, I mean, here, we're just gonna we'll go through the list, you get four minute sets, at three 3 minutes, you'll hear the horn on a punchline, <laughs> and that means a ra- And, uh, hey, everybody, uh, let's get, here, let's put your hands together for your first communion, oh, go, you, go park your car, do whatever you gotta do. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. No, no one's going to, I mean, it's all it's all good. Uh, but here we go. You put your hands together. We'll give you a sec to, like, catch your breath and, and be fine. Put your hands together for your first comedian. It's Ray Kahn. Yay.
1: Hi, everybody. Hey. Happy Friday. What a beautiful day. Things are good. Everybody feeling good out there? Yes? Yeah, good. I like the new setup. Um, uh, listen, um, I. Uh, I'm not a fighter at all. I don't know how to fight. I don't have a fighting bone in my body, as a matter of fact. I don't know how to, pip, I know how to punch. I can't kick. I just don't have the skill set. It doesn't work, you know? So if I say something offending, please don't come up and stop me because I'm going to take it just like Chris Rock for sure, but way less funny. I was at the uh, I was at the Safeway the other day, and uh, I was in line, and I cut off some guy in the middle of the line, and I didn't know it unwillingly. And then he came up to me. and He was hey, man, you fucking cut me in line. And he came up to me, and he was posturing. And he got so angry so quick, and I was completely disarmed right away. And I'm like, "Hey, man, I don't, I don't want any, I don't want any problems." And he kept pushing and pushing and pushing. He's like, "I'm gonna kick your ass!" Now I can't fight, I can't punch, I can't kick. I don't have the skill set. But what I do have is I have five years of improv under my belts. Hell yeah! So I just yes, am this motherfucker to death, right? He's like, oh, man, I'm going to kick your ass. And I'm like, yes, you are. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I'm going to rearrange your face. And I'm like, yes, and I will be unrecognizable forever. He's like, oh, my God, well, who do you think you are? I'm like, I don't know. You got a name, location, occupation, something I can work with? And I edited my scene, and I got the fuck out of there. I ran, people, because I can't punch nor kick. Um, my... um. I met a girl the other day and she's uh, she's like, hey, uh, I go, hey, where are you from? She's like, oh, I'm from Persia. I was like, oh, Persia. Yeah, I went home and looked it up. But it turns out it just means Iran, right? It just means Iran. We could do that. Like, as a society, we can just go ahead and do that. We can claim empires from years ago. That's just okay, right? We can do that. If we could do that, I like to do that all the time. It'd be great. If you can do me a favor, love, ask me where I'm from. I'm from Babylonia, yeah, I'm Babylonian. we got hanging gardens, you know, my city was one of the eighth wonders of the world, that's where I'm from, that's where I claim, yeah, we don't have gang sides, we just, you know, I'm just Babylonian, that's cool, right, Uh, uh, ask me where I'm from, I'm from, uh, from, my mom's side, um, I'm from the city of Atlantis, and my dad's side, I'm from the city of Narnia, yeah, now why not, why don't we just make up fictional places where we're from, it's okay, it's fine. Right? If we're gonna do that. I got um. I married a white woman. Yay! Hooray. One hooray! That's nice. Uh, the good news is we got a lovely marriage. She's very beautiful. And I'm very happy. Uh, we got three kids. They look nothing like me. Yeah, they're all white and they all have blue eyes. They got nothing like me. I have a recessive gene somewhere. Um, it's cool, but it's a problem when I go shopping because every time I get out of the checkout line, I can see people checking their checking their phones for Amber Alerts for sure these are my kids um yeah i can i buy corn for children of the corn yeah it's true every year we take a christmas card and uh and we uh we all line up for the christmas tree we take that picture and i look like a i look like a, a diversity hire for my own family it's nice it's nice oh they got one of those that's cool that's cool that's nice anyway uh, anybody have any irrational fears growing up i got so many irrational fears anybody no okay I had one fear that I was really afraid of dark closets growing up, super afraid of dark closets. So much so that the light bulb in my refrigerator went out for one week and I lost seven pounds. Yeah, seven pounds, it's called the boogeyman diet, everybody. Hey, that's my time, thanks a lot, everybody. Yeah. Yay, Woo! hooray, Friday Keep night, curious. thanks, and Pam. together for Raycon, yay.
0: yay. Thank you for taking the bullet. I was explaining what's going on to your guest host tonight. Clap your hands together for Ashley Tomajan.
2: Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. Who's getting off of work just now? Yeah, fuck the Lexus that cut me off and then was going slow in the fast lane on the way here. I apologize for being late. Traffic, I fucking hate driving. I really do. I spend about two hours in my car every day, so that adds up. It really does okay let's keep this going we're gonna have Rhonda gravador did i say that right rhoda i'm oh, sorry rhoda come on up
1: Whoa. We go. uh
3: so i was raised by a single mom give it up for the single moms yeah it's tough you know especially when your kid's being an asshole, because you have no one else to blame but yourself for not getting that abortion when it was still legal. But not my mom. My mom's an old school Catholic. When I was 12 years old and I told her that I was getting my very first period, she said, no, you're just getting hemorrhoids. And I said, but mom, I'm not an altar boy. Um, my dad remarried. Uh, she's a lovely woman. We actually have a lot in common. We're both Filipino. We're both female, and we're both 48. My mom never remarried. Uh, She hates men, so people assume she's a lesbian, which is stupid, because straight women hate men too. Since Roe v. Wade was reversed, there is a higher rate of vasectomies. So guys, if you want the ladies to swipe right, you got to swipe your dick off. A few weeks ago, a man was arrested for the attempted assassination of Justice Brent Kavanaugh. Personally, I would have chosen a different justice to try and assassinate, like uh, Amy Coney Barrett, Um, because I'm a woman, and we women like to put each other down. Right, women? Woo! Oh, I mean, no, push them down, push them down. I would, like, get a super soaker and fill it with sperm and then shoot her in the vagina because guns are still legal. <laughs> or maybe I would, uh, I would shoot uh, Justice Thomas. He wants to reverse uh, contraceptive rights and gay marriage. <laughs> it's like uh, I would shoot him in the ass with a soap, uh, su- uh, super soaker full of sperm, because same-sex sex is still legal. Uh, and Clarence, if you don't want—oh, oh—and what's next? Sorry, this is new. Uh, and Clarence, what's next? Loving versus Virginia, dude. If you really don't want to be married to your crazy-ass bitch wife anymore, then file for a divorce. I mean. But, and also, oh yeah, uh, uh, file for a divorce. Besides, who are Asian women gonna marry? Uh, uh, no, wait, shit. <laughs> Asian, uh, Asian women, wait, does that, uh, that means Asian women will have to date, uh, that means that Asian women will have to marry Asian men. Also, I'm married to a white guy. Okay, last one. Uh, so congratulations to uh, Associate Justice Katanji Brown Jackson, yeah, for being the first female African-American Supreme Court justice, hmm If Roe versus Wade should have been decided by the four female Supreme Court justices, because three of them would have chosen to abort Amy Coney Barrett, did you know that six out of the nine Supreme Court justices are Catholic and none of them are Filipino? That's like going to a hospital with no nurses. To be clear, uh, Amy Coney Barrett is not Catholic, she's Pentecostal, so they pray differently. They pray in tongues. <laughs> I'm a crazy bitch! <laughs> okay, that's my time, Good night,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rhonda, everybody. That was hilarious. I love that. Okay, so. All right, I love my dog. I really love my dog a lot. His name is Chunkers. The other day he brought me a little baby possum. I don't have a punchline for that. I didn't know what to do with it. Um, My friend put the possum in her tits and took it home with her and gave it Pedialyte and now it's it's at a rescue somewhere. Yeah, okay, let's keep it moving. We have our next comedian, Daniel Lewis, everybody.
4: Thanks guys. How's it going? Yeah, all right. Cool. All right, Ashley, your your car is on Twentieth Street, just east of uh, Bryant. Good. I'm burning burning daylight here, guys. With this shit. How's it going? Rhonda mentioned the. Is uh, it Rhonda right? Rhoda. I'm sorry. Rhoda, like the TV show, the old TV show in the '70s. Loved Rhoda. An offshoot of the Mary Tyler Moore Show, if I'm not mistaken. We're learning here guys, he knows. <laughs> All right, you guys, okay, I better get this going. Uh, as Rhoda mentioned, uh, Supreme Court, oh, what's that? What, because you're old enough to remember Rhoda? Me too, dude, I don't know what to tell you. It's a fact of life, you get older, motherfucker, it sucks, man. I don't like the way I'm getting older. It's because I'm poor white trash, I'm fucking aging horribly. We age worse than everybody, white trash, southern white people, we age worse than everybody. You guys have heard black don't crack? Let me tell you something, cracker cracks. Yeah. Not that great, all right. Rhoda was mentioning uh, mentioning the uh, the SCOTUS decision, right? Was, I've been thinking about that. Yeah, man, I support reproductive rights. I'm pro-choice. I'm pro-choice in almost every instance, actually. The only one I can think of where I'm not is uh, Hitler. Hitler on that one. I don't think his mom should have had much of a choice. I'm sorry. I know. And you're not supposed to say that. It's not PC to say it. But But it's weird. People will talk about popping out of a wormhole from a time machine and shooting baby Hitler in the head. But the second you suggest terminating the Hitler pregnancy, everybody really tightens up. That's how touchy of an issue it is. Even my Jewish friends are like, that's up to her. I agree. I agree. It's Hitler's mother's body, Hitler's mother's choice, you guys. I'm with you on that. I don't know if there's any pro lifers here. Make some noise. Oh. I think you've made enough noise, sir. I think you made enough noise. I don't know. Pro lifers are weird. They think Hitler began at conception. That's when Hitler started. But that's no problem. You've got a time machine. Why not just go back in time nine months further and just prevent the Hitler conception? Just pop into his parents' bedroom, just be like, "Ah, from the future." Trust me on this one, Mynheer. On the tits. Cool. I was teaching sex ed in uh, in like tutoring. I used to tutor back uh, back in Chicago. I lived in Chicago, was a tutor, and one day they came in. Cause you always help the kids with their homework, and one day they come in with their homework. And the, the, the head tutor people were like, listen, you guys, they did sex ed today, and that's their homework. Are you guys okay with that? And I'm like, sure, that's fine. A forward thinking guy, you know, whatever. But then I remembered my sex ed education from like 1988, and it was just horrible. It was just like all these diseased penises, like photographs of vagina, like people think, you don't realize at the time, you think that it was just like they got syphilis yesterday. But these are like Turkish prisoners who have been living with syphilis for like 30 years. It was horrible and then also they didn't say anything about masturbation in the entire thing. They never said it was okay. I lived with just shame for decades. So I was like, it all flashed back to me and then they gave me the textbook that the kids were using and it was way better than what I grew up with. It was like some people masturbate all the time. That's fine, some people hardly ever do it. That's fine, you guys should feel okay. Everybody should feel comfortable with it. So I'm looking at this textbook and they're sitting around me at this table and I'm looking at it just going like this and then I just look up at them and I go, you guys, this is awesome. And they, like, stepped away like that. I just wanted to tell a true story. Ugh. Did I get the horn yet? Okay. Ooh. There it is. Duh. You always get it when you ask. I guys, I hate it when people tell you all about their stupid dream that they had last night. I want to give you all the details. It's not an interesting story. It never is. Interesting to them. To you, it's just a bunch of random shit. Whenever anybody says that, oh, I got to tell you about this dream I had, I'm like, wait. I stop him, and I'm like, listen. First, was it super weird? They're like, yeah. I'm like, and it seemed really real, right? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I've had that one before. That's every dream, and it's not interesting. Please don't. If you have to tell people about your dreams, if you absolutely have to get it off your chest, then do it in reverse order like Wizard of Oz does it. Give them all the details first, and then just let them know at the end of the story, by the way, it was a dream. That's a much more interesting way to hear the story. At the beginning was Wizard of Oz, if they were like, you are not going to believe this shit, you'd be like, oh, okay, fine, I won't then. It would be a horrible movie at that point, wouldn't it? They always say that, too. They're always like, you're not going to believe this dream I had. Like, really? I didn't realize I had a choice. Don't I have to believe you? Next time someone says that, I'm going to be like, you know what, you're right. I don't believe you. I don't think you dreamt that. I think you're a dream faker. Anyway. What was the last part, Ashley? I think you're a dream faker. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, I just ruined the whole thing, right? Then I tell a whole fake story in the joke, and then at the end of it I go, "Uh, and by the way, it was a dream! And then, you know, you would be surprised. Okay.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Daniel Lewis, everybody. Thank you. Daniel, thank you so much for parking my car. I really appreciate that. Thank you for not stealing it. I just realized I trust you a lot more than I trust most of the men I fucked. So thank you so much for that. Okay. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I owe you a drink sometime. Okay. All right. So the Pope recently said that if you choose to have pets instead of children, you're selfish. Fuck you, Pope Frankie. How many kids do you have? You know, you know, and and he. And what what's the real issue? Is the issue that the Catholic Church is running out of funds from the kids, or is that that there's less children to diddle? You see, you're trying to encourage us to have kids. I'll take it one further, Pope Frankie. I want to marry my dog. That's how much I love him. Like he's one of the best roommates I had. I mean, he pisses on the floor just about the same as my ex did. You know, you know, like like when, when he wakes me up in the middle of the night, it's just because he's having a dream where he's running. You know, he's not calling out a girl's name in his sleep. You know, best roommate I've ever had. I kind of want to marry him. I do. I do. All right. So we have our next comedian up. It is Charlie Moore. Yeah, warm up the mic for Charlie. Yes.
5: I'll spare you guys having to hear the same jokes that I've said a bunch. But at this point, most of you guys know that I'm born on the same day as my mom. Yeah. And it's always funny when my mom and I would go to restaurants on our birthdays, just because you see the different ways that people treat kids on their birthday. Like the waiters will come up to me and they'll be like, oh, hey, son, happy birthday. How old are you turning? And then they'll look at her and they'll be like, how? Happy birthday. Yeah. Terrible joke. (laughs) You can't call a woman her age. Let's just try this new shit, get it out of the way. Um, It's funny, too. People always ask if, like, the twin telepathy stuff still applies if you're born on your mom's birthday. And, unfortunately, it does for a lot of reasons. But the one good thing about the twin telepathy stuff still applying is that I could never get hit as a kid. It was good. She could never spank me. Because when my mom was like, this hurts me more than it hurts you, she really meant it. Yeah. But the one thing is, like, black parents always spank their kids And my mom was like the one black parent who didn't hit her kid and this is what it raises when you raise a black kid with white parenting styles (laughs) I think that one has legs (laughs) Uh, yeah it did kind of make her birthday a bit better because as you get older and older people maybe remind me if it's true I feel like at some point birthdays seem to be a reminder that you're getting a lot older you're kind of getting closer to death but with her her birthday became a reminder that she was one eighteenth closer to getting me out the house. It was good. Um, all right. Um, is a six foot four, fairly good looking guy, if life was a video game, I'm playing on the easiest level. I know that because I'm straight, one third white, and a man, which makes me 77.7% straight white male. My white male score is literally lucky sevens. <laughs> and if there were five levels to life, Expert, hard, medium, easy, and super easy. That last level can only describe your mom. <laughs> yeah. Um any tall women in the room? If you're a woman over five foot one makes some noise, you're a tall woman for this joke. Yeah. See, I there we go. I love tall women for one reason. NBA babies. Yeah. Because if you take my genetics, combine them with Shaq's daughters, and force our kid to work out every day at 7 a.m., I'm going to be retired by 40. It'll be good. And it's led to some unique dating habits trying to find these ideal women to make these NBA babies. Like before a date, most guys will look up a girl's Instagram. We'll see if she's pretty or not. Me, I just look up her high school mile times. And on the date, most guys like to go out to drinks. They'll go out to drinks, have some dinner. Me, I like to go to Dave & Buster's. We'll do some Dance Dance Revolution, and I'll scout out her footwork abilities. Um, unpopular opinion. I think that sports, to bring back live fans, need to allow streakers. Yeah, everyone loves a streaker. You can take the two most divided fan bases in the entire world during the most important game, and they will all come together to celebrate that one guy. It's truly poetic. One man, six security guards, in a true celebration of sticking it to the man. Yeah, and I think they're missing out on money, too. Like, they never show streakers on TV for any reason. They never show them on TV. makes no sense. They're missing out on money. Like, what better way to advertise how good your beer is than showing a drunk idiot running on the field? There's no better way. I can see it already. This streaker is brought to you by Modelo. For those... For those who live life with a fighting spirit. It's the best... Um, I saw this one. I was reading an article, actually, and it's was, it was annoying. This one guy, he streaked the World Series, and he got arrested for two years and had to register as a sex offender. You agree? Someone, that's a little unfair, right? That's a little unfair. Anyone, that's a little unfair. Having to register as a sex offender for streaking at the World Series, you agree, right? It's A little unfair. Okay, this was the Little League World Series, but, like, same thing. You already agreed. <laughs> Thank you so much. Appreciate you all.
2: Charlie, everybody. And so we're gonna talk about my dog one more time. Um, a, a stu- I work with kids. A student asked me recently. She's like, Miss AJ, what's it like to be lonely? And I'm like, I'm not lonely. She's like, you're a lonely lady. You ain't got no job. You ain't got no kids. I was like, I have a job, I work with you. She's like, no, but you ain't got no husband. I was like, okay. Yeah, but I have a dog and I love him very much. Like she walked in, that lady lonely as fuck, yo. I was like, you're nine quiet (laughs) anyway we're gonna keep it going let's warm up the mic for Pam Benjamin everybody
0: yay hi oh my god I have abortions older than Charlie that's absolutely a hundred percent true I had my first abortion in 1995 thank you 27 years ago and I have one regret about my first abortion And that's that I I didn't have the kid. You know, well, because right now I could be fucking all of his friends. 27-year-olds are hot. I like them a lot. They are so hot. They are so dumb. 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 You know I'm dying about 27-year-old men. Dumb. I don't even know how they feed themselves, wipe their own asses. How does it happen? They're doing this new thing called intermittent fasting. Have you heard about this, the intermittent fasting? Yes. They're microdosing food. Intermittent fasting. Oh, but I only eat when the sun is in the northwest corner. You have an eating disorder, sir. Intermittent fasting. You're gonna mansplain anorexia to me? Ha, I got it. They change all the language, right? Oh, it's intermittent fasting. It's anorexia. Oh, it's feminism. Oh, it's witchcraft. Oh, it's the same thing. I don't understand all the demonization of witches. They were burned and killed in years and years and years. And really, what were they? They were women living with animals without roommates. That's it. I don't know if you guys have had fucking roommates. Children. The worst roommates. Fucking... Motherfucking jam hands on everything. They don't do dishes, they don't fold their clothes, they don't pay rent. They're children, they suck. They are the worst roommates. Oh, or how about men? Men as roommates. Oh, they are so great, they can't pick up. Here's the question I have for you though. When I poop, the poop comes from my butt and it goes into the water. When I go in after a man, the poop poop is everywhere. Are there buttholes higher on their bodies? Is it, did I do witchcraft and their butthole's over on the side of their hip? What the fuck is going on with men's bodies? The poop? The worst roommates. And yet we kill witches because they just want to live alone without roommates. It's just a change in the language, right? I can read. I'm a witch. Ah, I live alone with two cats. I'm a witch. Witchcraft isn't real, you guys. It's okay. Right now, I'm just trying to not die. Does this ever happen to you that your life is going so well that you're like, oh, this is the end. I'm going to be hit from the sky by like a falling tree branch or something terrible. It's too good. Life is too good. Like even this morning. Okay, so when I leave Greece, I know, light flex. uh, My my flight back was going to be at 7 in the morning and I was like, God, that's going to be early. I'm going to have to get on the train at Mm 5. Blah, blah, blah. But they, today they said, oh, 6.30, we changed it. And I said, I called them. I said, Oh, that won't work because the trains don't start at 5. So they changed my flight to 11 a.m. I didn't have to pay anything. I know I'm just a nice witch. How did I do it? I'm trying to stay alive. I want to go to Greece. I want to come back from Greece. But I've been trying to make my life more safe so I don't die. So I'm not smoking as much pot in the morning before I take a shower. Are you scared of your, why are showers made of slippery material? It's 2022. You'd think we would have figured this shit out. I get in there. There's soap. It's like, you know, I close my eyes. Don't die. I'm like turning around to wash my hair. This is, these are none of your fears. That's fine. Um, when I cross the street, I don't wear headphones. I don't have a thing. Nothing paying attention, looking both ways, drinking less. Yeah, I'm going to quit smoking when I'm in Greece. I'm being safe. You guys, I've eliminated choking hazards from my home. No more Legos, no more tiny pretzels, no more (laughs) 27-year-olds. Like I I suffocate, I die suffocating on jizz, like (laughs) Jesus, learn to swallow, Pam. Uh, But I I die, and and everyone's at my funeral. And someone says, oh, God, at least she died doing what she loved. 27-year-olds, yeah. Uh, And just as an addendum to the joke, of course I swallow. But I always leave a little bit for witchcraft. All right, you guys are amazing. Have an incredible night. Thanks for hosting, guest hosting, Ashley. Yay!
2: Pam Benjamin, everybody. Man, one time I accidentally fucked a 19-year-old. He lied and said he was 25, and then we couldn't get into a bar, and I was like, shit. Like, I dropped the ball on that one. That was embarrassing. Yeah. So. Sorry. Have you guys ever um, been to a movie and had a guy come in your hair? No? No. Just me? Just me? Yeah. It happened once or twice, and so I've had to give it a name. It's called a sad Lincoln. Or when a guy shoots a load in the back of your head in a theater. Yeah. That's how it's named after Lincoln. It has to be a theater, otherwise it's just sad. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to bring up our next comedian. Give it up for K- Kavita Singh, everybody.
6: Sorry. <laughs> Anthony was uh, not Anthony. Um, what am I saying? Ashley was. Uh, he was at a bar. And did you see his ID? Was that it? Were you at a bar, and then he showed up? Oh, okay. Wait. So that means you fucked him, but in the bar. Oof. Oh. Always so the best to like get it over with in the beginning so that the expectations are set. Okay, <laughs> you know, guys. I am um, okay. So last it's been a horrible week for women. We know that you know. Uh, last week I attended a protest.
7: Woo!
6: Yeah, not on purpose though. See, I was I was just walking through one with my headphones in on the way to a comedy show. Angriest ABBA concert ever. <laughs> You were like, you can dance, you can try having the time of your life. You know, I was like, Jesus. I try. I tried to practice activism in different ways. I, um, I was a part of a call campaign um, two years ago, trying to get people to vote, people in Texas to vote left, and it was rough. They they didn't want to hear. They didn't want to listen to my personal life. Uh, they they weren't interested. Uh, <laughs> I was like, hey sir, I'm calling you uh, w- uh, from mass action um, and politics aside, what's your take on bikini waxes? You know like, what's too much? Too little or too much? That's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> okay. Um, so my boyfriend's name is Ryan Howe. He is black. He's black. Um, and my parents, they don't accept my relationship with him uh, because they're racist. Um, but you know what? And I think, I think it's unfair because black and brown cultures are so similar. Like we both love spicy, flavorful food and we both have collectivist cultures and we both deny mental health as a concept, you know, my dad is like, you're depressed. (laughs) Why are you lazy? I'm like, I'm like, dad, that makes no sense. You could be both hardworking and depressed. And he was like, finish your work. Um, yeah, no, it's it's really unfair. Um, and my dad, I never told my parents that I was in um, a relationship with Ryan. My dad just found out, and uh, he he called me up when he found out, and he was like, "You're out of the will," and I was like, "Okay, I'll just send you to a nursing home." And he's like, "You're back in the will," <laughs> because brown parents are terrified of nursing homes. Like nursing homes, for Asians are like the upside down. Like it's just like a de- it's straight ass death death sentence you know like I feel like a list of their greatest fears in ascending order is like terrorism poverty and then playing bingo with nostalgic white people you know like like they they wiped our asses when we were babies so that we could wipe theirs when they're babies and everything just comes full circle gross um boop 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 Oh yeah. Oh, 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 I fucked this up. Okay, okay, okay. But no, I would I would never I would never send my parents to a nursing home. I told my mom, I was like, Mom, so long as you live, you'll always have a room in my sister's basement. You know? And in death in the living room on my mantle. <laughs> so you could see everything and judge everyone. Um okay, this is the last thing I'll say is I feel like I like dating men, okay? I feel like everyone is bisexual these days. And I like dating men because they're just so easy and they're so simple, right? It's like, yes, no, put the toilet seat down. Don't pee on it, easy. Um, I was hanging out at a bar a week ago and I think this girl was like hitting on me. And so I was like, oh, or I was like, oh wait, are you hitting on me? And she was like, I don't, am I? And I was like, is that a yes? (laughs) You <laughs> know, like, it's a yes or no, like, give me a fucking answer, Sabrina, but, but I didn't want to be too, I really didn't want to be too aggressive, so I was like, <laughs> what do you think, like, you know, it was rough. Okay, thank you guys.
2: <laughs> give it up for Kavita Singh, everybody. I always find that your 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 material is always very vulnerable. Like, I feel like I really relate to a lot of, of your of your jokes. <laughs> You're very welcome. All right, we're gonna keep it on moving. Our next comedian, Sean. I'm oh sorry, Brady. Brady J. Pearson. Everybody. Sorry. <laughs>
8: right. I just broke a leg. <laughs> In a world of a dystopian future unbelievable one man gets by by fucking every woman he wants, and nothing happens he comes and goes in the night's amazing the brand new hero brand new movie for you in and out called V Provasectomy. suggestion guys I mean we're all gonna be talking about SCOTUS I guess cuz kind of have to right and I just want you to know that, man, I'm here for you. And, you know, if there's any load that you want to give to me or any other fellow homosexual, I want you to know that we, well, I can't speak for all of us, but I'm pretty sure most of us would be able to check a box that night. <laughs> right? I mean, we do, we do, we have a box. Have you ever? Straight dick, yeah. Ever start to take straight dick? You've ever seen a pussy? Ew! Oh my god! When did you see it? Was that gross? Oh my god! I've never seen a pussy. It's I, I, I just, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. It's like you came out of one, you dumb motherfucker. You saw one once from the inside. Right? I mean, gay men are so funny. like I've never seen. Yes, you have, bitch. Yes, you have. Um, and then, uh, and also going on like with this whole uh, SCOTUS thing and everything going on. I just what was I thinking about today? Oh yeah, it's it's really hard being a gay man. Like you know, I'm, I'm over fifty now. Thank you. Come on, fifty. Well, that's good. And everyone's talking about getting older. We're all talking about getting older. What it's gonna be like? You know, you know, you you know, when you're thirty, you think you have fifty more years, right? Right, you think, okay, is there there anyone under 30 right now in the room? Okay, all of you. Oh, you precious, precious children. Okay, so yeah, all of you right now can easily imagine that you have 50 years, right? You can think about it probably, but when you're at 50, the math isn't quite so good. I realize I have been around so long that my first apps my dating my first dating apps were mortar and pestle right you got it she got it finally does anybody even know what a mortar and pestle is in this room okay just checking I don't know I mean I say to people know I mean I'm old enough to say you know I watched the Brady Bunch on the television but nobody remembers it anybody remember that okay and I'm also so I've got I'm so old that um, it makes me uh, begs the immortal question how many miles of cock have I sucked? <laughs> Are there any other cock suckers that think about this on the daily? Sir, you? You think about it on the daily? Good. I thought you might. So let's say the average cock, man, we're going to do something called math. Okay. And we're going to actually start. It's going to be a real math because, you know, we're, we're – because an inch will be an inch. You know, with men, an inch is like what? A mile? Oh, oh you wish. No, two, two. Okay, so one, so six inches up, one down. That's a foot. That's, we call that a pass, right? So you have five thousand two hundred. How many? 80. Eighty passes in a mile. Hundred eight thousand passes or more is twenty six miles, which is the marathon. Which explains my last weekend. Thank you. <laughs> it's all. It's all very exciting being a homosexual here. I mean. I didn't expect to have monkeypox in the homosexual bingo. I mean, All I want to do is fucking suck a dick. I can't suck a dick without f- going, diving COVID, HIV, now monkeypox. Can't a faggot just get a goddamn break here? All I want to do is suck a dick, Lord. And not pay for it in the morning. And the super gonorrhea, too. We're, we're all fucked about that one. Be careful. All right, well... I feel so close to you now that I want to share with you one of the small little ditties I wrote from Little Orphan Fanny. It goes something like this. <clears throat> Your son'll come out tomorrow. Bet will be a bottom and he'll swallow all my come! He'll be gay and he won't be lonely. I'll jizz on his chin, he'll grin and say, tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom. Tomorrow, it's only a gay away. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Brady. Brady,
2: Pier- Brady Pearson, everybody, yes. Oh. I love it when people remake show tunes for something else. I have my own version of my favorite things. Lines of cocaine and 1,000-piece puzzles. Blonson, pimp wraps with good sativa hybrids. Bondage with gags, tie me up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Yes, I love it. Ariane, Ariana Grande did it better, though, so... Oh, we'll admit that one. Okay, we have our next comedian, Sean Durham, everybody. Yes! Yeah. All right.
9: All right. Hello, everyone. How we doing? Yeah. Woo. Woo. All right. Um, so I was a uh, mistake and a C-section. So that means I was uh, conceived by a pullout and born by a pullout. Oh. Actually, uh, neither of those are true. Uh, I was actually a replacement baby, and uh, my mom told me I came out of her shit like a slip and slide. So, um, what I want to talk about? Oh, I uh, quit my job recently as a teacher. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it's, a, it's a horrible job. You know, like the only reason people ever say they stay in it is like, oh, you have to do it for the kids, right? And like the only other time you hear that justification is like when you're in a failing marriage. And uh, there's a lot of similarities between education and a failing marriage. Like uh, a ton of cheating. You're drinking to cope. And uh, at the end of it, you realize you're gay the whole time. Um. Oh. Does anyone here like therapy? Yeah, only one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're into the there a little bit. Okay. Um, well, I enjoy being analyzed, but uh, I uh, realize now that I'm unemployed, I uh, I can't afford mental health, so I'm gonna try going like ape shit for a little while and see how that goes. Um, but uh, yeah, I have a very horrible skin. Like underneath all this it's like bumpier than the 101 <laughs> freeway humor. Uh, but between here is like the worst of the worst. Like uh, it's almost like uh, bubble wrap <laughs> if like bubble wrap was filled with pus and blood. But it is just as fun to pop. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah I was I was very insecure of it for a long time. Like when I was a. When I was a teenager and I got like sexually activated, I uh, <laughs> I uh, didn't want anyone to see it. You know, I was I was so afraid of like anyone ever going to see me naked. So uh, whenever a girl would invite me over or something, you know, I would just wear like those boxers where you could stick your dick through the hole. And I, my whole plan was I would just like unzip and just go straight through the zipper. Like it was a better option getting my dick stuck in the zipper than actually letting someone see me naked. But uh I luckily over time was less insecure. I found comfort in it. And now uh when like a girl wants to hop on top of me, I just tell her, "Hey, get ready for a bumpy ride." <laughs> <laughs> um what do I want to also talk about? Uh I have a double-jointed thumbs. If y'all see that? Yeah, and they're they're a good tool, right? Like uh you can figure out a right angle. Um no one will miss you on the street when you're trying to uh, catch a ride. And uh, it's like the best device for locating the G spot. You just shove in, go and do do. It's perfect. Yeah. Hits that back wall. Um Yeah. I uh, I just had my first uh, threesome. It was a it was a very oh yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it was an interesting experience, right? Like, I, I'm at a bar, and I'm just, like, talking to these two girls, and they proposition me to go back to their hotel, and I was like, oh, well, this is fun, you know? And, uh, and no, they were, like, super nice to me. They treated me super great. Like, they were, uh, I don't know, just making me feel so special, right? Um, the experience was so good, though. I had to give them two thumbs up. <laughs> All right, I think I'll finish there, but thank you so much.
2: Sean d'erm everybody. Ooh. You, you know, I'm double jointed. Maybe I could figure this out of myself later. Hey. Yeah. Oh, wow. I I learned so much from your set just now. I did. Let's keep the Let's keep the show rolling. We have our next comedian, Kelly Evans, everybody.
10: Give it up for Ashley. She's doing a great job hosting. Yeah. What's up? I am from Texas. anyone else retarded? Cool, just me. Um, It's great. Uh, Yeah, I went to public school, so I did not learn a lot. I had a teacher in high school once tell me that if Jesus were alive today, he would be packing, you know, like a gun. Like, that's what... He believed is like, yeah, I could see why you believe that because that famous Bible quote, you know, like, uh, turn the other cheek, forgive others as I forgive you unless you trespass on my lawn. I'm gonna fucking light you up, son. All right. Two barrels of glory. Yeah. Amen. Okay. So that was a fucking dumb guy. Yeah, that guy is a fucking idiot. So, and he taught me science, so I don't know anything anyway. So, yep. Um. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot lately, because my friend uh, just got married, and uh, we've been talking about, like, are you going to have kids? You know, is that your plan? And he's like, I don't want to bring a child into this world, you know, because, like, this world right now is so bad. And uh, we don't say that about anybody else, you know? We're not like, Grandpa, you're too good for this world. You got to go. I'm doing this for you, you know? Like, that's not it's not just we don't apply that anywhere else because you know why you don't mercy kill your grandfather because you know your grandfather you love them you know who they are you he has thoughts he did stuff you had you know like if you could know like what your baby was going to be like if you could just imagine it in your head picture them like what they're going to be like then you would realize they're going to suck just as bad as everybody else, you know? They're going to, yeah, they're not going to be, what are you holding them back from? They're the ones who are going to make the world suck. That's for most of us, what we're doing right now, honestly. I'm just saying. Anyway, all right. Uh, also, I just don't believe it's a very good argument, you know? Because, like, this time is so bad compared to what other times were better, it's like, you know, the river used to be where you got your drinking water and your bathroom, like, that's, uh, pick the right spot, because you are going to get a surprise in your stew, um, all right, that's new, let's go into, uh, uh, what else we got, um, other relatively new things, oh, here's something, I read an article recently about, um, Gen Z is now so inundated with porn that, uh, they're just bored by porn. They just, a lot of them are not watching porn anymore. And, uh, fuck you is my answer to that. (laughs) Fuck you. I grew up in the nineties. I had to race home from the school bus before my mom got home so I could download A boob on like a 12 kilobyte per second fucking you you had to wait for it to load up. It took like a minute and a half just to do that. I wouldn't even get done, you know. And then I just have to like draw it from memory, and that's hard to jack off to, you know. Like just have some consideration for your elders. Think about people who have to live in like the olden times, you know. They'd have to like chisel it in like a hieroglyphic, you know, and then try to jerk off to that. I guess I don't know what porn used to be like. Anyway, all right. Uh, last couple things I, uh, these are all new jokes. Now, most of these aren't going to make it. I think, um, yeah, uh, that's fantastic. Uh, oh, you've been hearing them. No, that's them. Yeah. This has all been them. Um, yeah, one, oh, I'll finish on this. Uh, just cause I'm trying to work this out. I did like so being from Texas, it's a conservative place, and like everything that's going on in the news right now, the thing that has bothered me about growing up, and I'm getting these arguments on Facebook with people about this, is I feel like people who are pro-life kind of want it both ways. Like they don't really they, they switch back and forth because they're like, uh, a baby is a it's a miracle of God. You have to save it, and that's your punishment for being an irresponsible person that has sex. Yeah, you're punished. You should be tortured with the coos of an angelic sweet child because you're a dumb slut <laughs> you're like yeah you're gonna make a great parent though We're like all right what the fuck figure it out you know like make up your goddamn mind um my mom was actually one of these irresponsible people that had a got surprised pregnant and uh she decided to have me and to that i have to say i wish she got the abortion honestly i wish she did <laughs> Yeah, I think it would have been a better idea. I mean, she's a fun lady, all right? She is, she is. but it turns out a cool hang does not make a responsible parent. So that is not the same thing, you know? When I was in high school once, we talked about, she asked me what drugs I had done, and I said, uh, uh, you know, I've smoked some weed, and, and uh, I ate mushrooms, but uh, I would never do hard drugs like Coke, you know? That's really serious. And then she said, uh, oh, Coke's not that bad. <laughs> anyway, thanks a lot. You guys have been
2: great. Kelly, everybody. Your mom sounds like a lady I would love to do coke with. Oh, my gosh. What a fun lady she is. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. I do work with kids. (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay. We have one. We have two more comedians left unless some people get here before the end of the show. Give it up for a- Ajay D, everybody!
11: Woo! I uh, don't be, don't fear this. It's okay that I have this up here. Yeah. It's a big book, I know. All right, um, I'm gonna put it down here. That's, I was gonna read it like a fucking pastor or something, <laughs> but I don't think that's a good idea. Um, hi guys, I, I I drove here from Oakland, and uh, on the way here, I saw a billboard that said. Driving sleepy is like driving drunk, and I disagree because uh, I've never been driving drunk and been like, yeah, I should probably pull over. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, That's probably the only good joke I'm going to do tonight, so you guys just hold on to the memory. Uh, I'm from San Jose, um, which means like growing up, I heard the N-word a lot, and then uh, when I moved to Oakland, I finally heard a black person say it, so... That's a nice change. Nice. I I I run into people that want to say the n word. Like ethnic people are like, well, you can say it. And like i never understood that because the n word always seemed like like a butt plug for black people, like a like a gag gift butt bl- butt plug that they received, right? Because it's like somebody else got it for them, and it hurt probably when they first gave it to them, and now it's a little bit weird. Anytime that person's like, yeah, okay, now let me use it. That need some ironing. I know it's or maybe it doesn't. It's a fucking whatever. Um, <laughs> fucking, uh, did you guys see recently that R Kelly's is going to prison? Like he's going 30 years, 30 years. I, this isn't a, this, I'm not going to defend him. That's a good thing. All right. Just start with that. But, uh, one thing that happens in prison is a lot of inmates convert to Islam, which, uh, I feel like if R Kelly converts to Islam, I don't think he deserves the virgins. Just, uh, I think, I think, he probably had his had his yeah fair shit you don't even finish the joke for me <laughs> it's okay it's okay yeah I, I feel like if he gets up to like wherever I don't want to say heaven but uh yeah if he gets wherever he I feel like God should just be like okay just go to the bathroom dude you you don't deserve any of this shit all right that kind of fizzled out that's okay I'm sorry all right um I think my grandfather was a was a bit of a narcissist um because he arranged my like parents' marriage right. And uh, my father's name is actually my last name, Damodaran, and that's also my grandfather's name. So it feels like he was really into himself. He's like, you know what? This guy is nothing like me, looking at my dad. And like, this guy is nothing like me, but I like I like the cut of his jib. You know, he looks, he has the exact same name. <laughs> We're going to make something of this guy. I don't know. I thought I had, I, uh, I'm a shy pooper. Anybody else? A shy pooper? I don't like that term by the way. I don't like you guys know what that means? It's like you're scared to take a shit or like you're ashamed to do it in public, right? And that's normal, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's a normal thing. Cause what was what about the opposite of that? I don't wanna deal with an extroverted pooper. <laughs> like I'm I'm like sitting in accounting or something, and then somebody walks by and is like, Hey AJ, I know you're filing an expense report, but uh about to go f- make a deposit, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Like, I don't want to deal with that asshole. Yeah. Shy poopers for life. It's my new gang. It's not my new game. Um, I'm a cancer survivor, so don't clap. Please don't clap. Oh, don't. Oh, All right. Uh, usually people clap. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. I feel like cancer, like chemotherapy, people don't really know what it is. It's just drugs, right? Which is, it's basically just creative poison. It's like if I had a cough and I, had, I was like, okay, the only solution I have is going to a music concert and just taking a shit ton of Molly. Like, I hope this overdose clears up my sinuses. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what it is. But um, one thing I didn't like about uh, chemotherapy or cancer treatment was like, I had childhood cancer, right? So when I went, whenever I went to the hospital, um, what they would do is for all the kids, like the broke ass kids that have to pay, pay for chemo, they'd play Caillou. So uh, if you guys, yeah, Caillou is like a, he's like a little kid. He's joyful and all that. My only issue is that he's Canadian. Like every other, yeah. Okay. It's fine that he's happy, but I'm never going to get cheered up by somebody that doesn't have to worry about a copay. Okay. So <laughs> fuck Caillou. He's a communist. <laughs> not going to get cheered up by somebody that's into disocialized healthcare. I'm going to finish this. This is fast. I feel like our mascot should not have been Caillou, right? It should have been like Harry Potter because right? he's the boy who lived, and like he has a scar. You know, he's big hypochondriac. He thinks everything is killing him. But it is hard to make that argument when the like villain of the whole story looks like a cancer patient. <laughs> it's like, where is Harry Potter? He has my gillyweed. Okay, I'm gonna leave. Thank you guys. Have a nice night.
2: Give it for Aja, everybody! <laughs> oh. I don't have a joke for the cancer. I'm so happy you're alive and you're you're here spreading the joy of laughter for everybody. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Um. We have our last comedian here tonight. It's Kelly Paul Valentine. Everybody. Yeah.
12: Hi everyone. Probably the second male Kelly you've ever met. He was actually actually uh, I saw he was the first uh, he was in the first stand up comedy show I ever went to. And I saw it and I was like, wait, that's pretty cool. I might try it too. Yeah, so here I am. Uh, so these are all new jokes, every single thing. Okay, so background on me, um, ex-Mormon, okay? That means like repressed, sheltered, right? So moving to SF has been very like eye-opening for me and like boy meets world and all of that. And just to give you an example of how like sheltered we are, I remember when I was like uh, 13, so we're not allowed to drink coffee, no caffeine, no soda, right? 13 years old, and my buddy and I, we had a sleepover, and we snuck in a giant, like, huge thing of Coca-Cola. Yeah, you you know where this is going. So, you know, we're eating, we're drinking that, right? And then we all, we both get very sick, and we just have massive diarrhea. And I come out, and I'm like, yo, dude, I think those were the Coke shits. (laughs) I now know it was just a case of bad chimichangas. But... So in the same spirit of, like, expanding my horizons and growing up, right, here in uh, San Francisco, into my first strip club, right? And um, I wanted to see, like, you know, what's up, what's all the fuss is about. So I go in there, I sit down, I saw the most interesting thing. I don't know if this is San Francisco or if this is all strip clubs. But there's this one guy who's standing in front of the stage, and in his left, he is just, like, totally fixated on this woman as she's, like, you know, doing her display. In his left hand, he's got a wad of cash, right? He's got shirt on and he's got this badge in his right hand, he is solving a motherfucking Rubik's cube. <laughs> and the craziest thing was, the guy finished it before her set. I shit you not. So I was like, maybe I can learn from him. So the next day I go home, log into my computer for work. My left hand side I got my work, right side I put on Pornhub, didn't help. Don't recommend you try that at home because I got an interesting email from PR. But anyway, not from PR. From <laughs> anyway, yeah, don't do that on your work computer. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, yes, I went to Pride last week. This was, you know, again, part of me. Ex- expend, thank you, expanding my horizons, seeing new people, seeing new faces, seeing new dicks and shit, I guess. Um, but anyway, so I look around, and it's like a lot of people are a lot younger than I thought. and That was very interesting to me. And I look over, and I'm like, Holy shit. I am so behind the curve. <laughs> okay. I see um, there's this one guy, looks 19. He has a shirt that says, my furry name is Fido. And then he's got this metal bracelet below his digit, holding onto his testicles, pushing them out, swelling them like a pair of ripe mangoes. Okay. What I was doing when I was 19, my God. I was walking around with a white shirt and tie, Mormon missionary, selling... <laughs> Handing out postcards for Jesus and and bookmarking any smut I could find in the Old Testament, because that's the only thing I could get my hands on. Now you might doubt me, be like, "Okay, that's silly," but no. Have you read the Old Testament? That thing is a book of smut. It's fucking great, though. Oh my God! It's like God, old Jew fan fiction. I. F- <laughs> I've, there was this man, my, my favorite scene. There was this one guy who's <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, there, my God. I was reading through the Old Testament. You had to do this as a missionary about two to three hours a day, right? It was yes, it was terrible. This is why this shit was like gold mine. Anyway, so there's this one scene where there's this guy who leaves the city with his two daughters. The problem is there's no, you have no town, they have no society, and the girls like, yo, this is a problem. How do we start a society? And they're like, I know, the older one's like, I know what we got to do. So they get their dad absolutely wasted and fuck him in his sleep. And I remember reading that and I was like, hot. (laughs) (laughs) So this actually, this actually goes in the next part. Um, I'm not the only person, I have a lot of friends who are like fellow ex-cultists, ex-Mormons. And we like to, we like to keep tabs on each other be like, hey, Are you like, you know, are you fixed? Are you better yet? And no, not really. And okay, great. Neither am I. So I was talking to one of my friends. He's uh, ex-Hasidic, okay? Ex-Hasidic Jew. So for the uninitiated, we've got normal Jew, Orthodox Jew, Hasidic Jew, which is like super Jew, okay? (laughs) And he's like, yeah, so when I was a kid, when I was a baby, uh, I got circumcised, and um, the rabbi sucked the blood off my dick. And I was like, oh, shit, so you got your dick? sucked by a rabbi and he goes as, as a baby and he goes oh, well uh no um uh it was just the tip so it doesn't count <laughs> okay <laughs> anyway that's all i got for you today thank you
2: kelly paul valentine everybody yeah the daughter the two daughters and um and uh, the guy this Sodom and Gomorrah, yeah. Right after Sodom and Gomorrah, yeah. That's supposed to be from like the. I didn't know that was still in the Bible. I thought they took it out. Oh. <laughs> King James, yeah, I, I was raised Catholic. We had five extra books. It was more complete, <laughs> kind of. I don't know. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. Oh, turn that. On. Sorry. Wait. No. Shut up, bitch. There we go. Okay that's our show everybody thank you for the audience members for being here you guys are super cool i'm loving both of your jackets by the way yes okay thank you for the comedians that are here we're gonna wrap this up have a wonderful night i'm gonna head to sleep now you guys have a good time okay down all right Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco.
13: I go out for a walk, they drop into the gallery and they say, Hey, hi, how are you?
0: Are you looking for local handcrafted?
13: ...survive, produce, stick it out, it's a jungle out there, so just keep working, and the phone rings, and she says, oh, excuse me, will you... Well, hi, how are you? How's your work? Good, Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, stick it out. Uh, It's not the 60s, you know, listen, I gotta go now, your lunch would be great next week yeah great very busy now but next week would be fine okay bye now and i go to magoo's for a bite and i see frank and i go over to his table and i say hey frank hi how are you how's your work good okay yeah mine's okay too you know i'm broke you know but working listen i gotta go um okay listen we should really get together why don't you drop by sometime Yeah, gotta be great uh, listen take care take it easy i'll see you i'll call you bye 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 now And I go to a party and everyone's sitting around wearing these party hats and it's really awkward and no one can think of anything to say, so we all move around fast. And it's, hi, how are you? Hey, listen, where have you been? Nice to see you. Sorry I didn't make your performance last week. Listen, we should really get together. Next week, you know, I'll call you. I'll see you. Okay, bye-bye. And I go home and the phone rings and it's Alan and he says, hey, hi, listen, I'm going to have a show on cable TV and it's going to be about loneliness psychological, philosophical reasons just can't seem to communicate. You know, the gap, the gap. Uh, you know, it'll be a talk show and people will phone in, but we will say at the beginning of each program, listen, don't call in with your personal problems because we don't want to hear them. And I'm going to sleep and it rings again and it's Mary and she says, hey Lori, hi, how are you? Listen, just um, and don't worry, listen, just keep working. I gotta go now. I know it's late, but uh, we should really get together next week. And listen, Lori, if you want to talk, I'll leave my answering machine on and just give me a ring anytime. <laughs> Diego used to be a guard at the Museum of Modern Art. He was on the night shift. And his job was to go around the museum and tell people to leave. Or, as he put it, snap them out of their art trances. People who'd been standing in front of one thing for hours he would jump in front of them and snap his fingers and he'd say time to go. Time to go. Time to go. Time to go.
0: David Zunzou-Kersher, running the ones and twos. He's a champion. Yay, yay, you! But light. We need to light some pot in here. We need to get some fucking marijuana incense. Lighten it up, helping us out. Wow, you're it's deep. <laughs> I feel like I know you so much better after those. Yeah. Woo! It's eight o'clock. It's Mutiny Radio. Uh, here we are at the beginning of PamTastic's Comedy Clubhouse. The throngs of people coming. That's how we do, we all, at the beginning, I always, I like the word throngs. It sounds like, it sounds like thongs, but more Game of Thrones-y. Like, some throngs of people coming to a fantastic comedy clubhouse. But they are listening online and it would be amazing. I put toilet paper in the bathroom tonight. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Um, hey, Emily Van Dyke is here. You're pregnant. I was like, I was like, I'm so glad about tonight's joke. She was like, I need to get out of there by 8:30 because Mama's got to eat. And I was like, of course you do. You're pregnant. Anything you want. And I was like, oh, my friends are coming anyway, so I'll, I'll put you up early, and then I'll just do 25 minutes at the end. It'll be great, and you'll be like, will be like, ah, I'm out of here. I gotta. And so it's you're like, mm, what? Okay, so I had a terrible tragic karaoke accident where I accidentally fell into the splits in like a dance break during separate ways and I feel like that's what like being pregnant over 35 is like it's like is it like what am I is this wow am I a dick I'm sorry I'm, I'm 44 I'm never having a baby like anything I can't wait till I go through menopause I want to get this great tattoo like on my uterus to commemorate its non-use and I want to get like, I want to get a skeleton baby kitten. I want to get a kitten. I want to have a skeleton baby kitten curled up like by, like where my uterus is like all like meow like with his little, e- e- that's so funny, there'd be no ears though. They'd have to be like ghost ears because that's cartilage and then obviously a skeleton kitten, just gonna put it right there. Anybody else want to birth kittens? No, do you hope that you have a kitten? You're, do you, did they ask you? Well, but you were like, do you know if it's a boy or a girl? You know, that's great. Yeah, right? Because boys, oh my God, jam hands, they smell weird. So gross, so gross. I had to bathe a child today. We, we just got off the bus and we got back to his house. And I was like, he's four. And I was like, uh, before we do anything, we need to wash your hands. He's like, no, we don't. I'm like, yeah, we do. And he says, why do you mean? I was like, okay, not only were on the carousel, when you smelled the metal and when like, this smells weird, like metal. And I'm like, yeah, and your hands are on it. Then we're on a bus and you're touching things. I don't know what's on the, tw- The, the, the what well, we were on the nine. What is that liquid on the nine? Like, can anybody tell me? Is it urine? Maybe. I don't know. If it wasn't a fifth grader, I couldn't do a science fair project. With, I couldn't, like, do, like, let's get some trifold stuff and litmus paper and find out if you can get chlamydia from the 22. We were not doing that. It, oh, my God. Petri dishes. We don't want it. I mean, how much feces is in this bathroom? We don't want to find out. Don't give me a Petri dish. I brought children here the other day too. (laughs) They walked in the door and they, (laughs) no, they walked in the door and they're like, Nanny Pammy, it smells funny in here. (laughs) It's like hippies smell funny, it's all their fault.